Welcome back to the Cracked Die Podcast. I am your GM, Sean, but I'm sure if you've listened this far, you recognize my voice by now. So, here we are, 2020, all recovering from the holidays, and what did the cast and I forget to do but record an episode? And we looked, and we did the math, and we were like, oh no, we're not going to have an episode for this week. So... Via the power of the internet, we got together and we recorded this episode. So, you're going to hear some sound quality differences from our normal episodes. However, I think it sounds pretty good. There is some echoes on some people's mics, but that's just because we're not in our normal recording studio and we're not all on the same equipment this time. So, you know, this episode and the next episode were both done remotely And sadly, without one of our cast members. But we'll talk about that in the episode. So I just want to say that you will hear a bit of a sound difference this week. However, that being said, we are getting closer and closer to our Pathfinder 2 core rulebook giveaway. We are getting closer and closer every week. And I'm very excited about that. I believe we have six reviews right now. And once we get between 10 to 15 reviews... Not just the star ratings, but the typed out reviews on Apple Podcasts. We will be doing a drawing for that rule book. So get those reviews in so we can give you a book. We want to give you stuff for free. All you got to do is type something in. Lastly, before we get to the episode, I again want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to us. I can't say enough about how much we love hearing from you guys. We got a wonderful, wonderful email from a listener who powered through every episode that we have in a day or two. They had a long flight. They had lots of long flights and they were able to and they got to listen to all of our episodes and and they emailed us and we just really want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, because without listeners, we're just yelling into a void. So with that, let's head to the virtual table this week. And see what our merry band of adventurers get up to. Previously on the Cracked Die Podcast. All heroes finally defeated the Whites. All heroes explored their surroundings and found quite a bit of treasure for themselves. After that, our heroes decided to take a quick rest. In which, our heroes leveled up. What's in store for our heroes now? Find out now on... The Cracked Die Podcast. Welcome to the 20th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Hooray! What, what? It's not really 20, but because we did three of this. Don't, anyway. Don't you no, do it's, that. it's, it's, it's yeah. the 20th. We just, it's not the 20th week. Carry the six. Christine, also quick, hit John. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So at the end of the last session, you all napped. And then the characters napped as well. And you all leveled up. So what happened? What, what did you get? Let's uh, let's start with Aaron. What happened to Silver at level three? Yeah, hello everyone. Silver Bard over here. Uh, so at level three, uh, most classes start to pop off. Uh, it's pretty traditional in uh, D&D style tabletop RPGs. Uh, I get access to second level spells as a bard at third level, which is pretty cool. 
we each get something called like a general beat as well as a skill increase, uh, which I won't go into details here. But what a cool thing that I get is something called signature spells. Uh, so on each spell level that I know, one of them is my signature spell. And if that comes up in game, I'll explain it then. Are you going to share what your signature spell is or are we going to are we going to wait? You're going to wait. Okay. Christine. All right. So Soraya actually has a couple fun new um, alchemical recipes now or physical cantrips Ooh. that she can cast. <laughs> um, so she actually has the um, moderate versions of Bottle Lightning, Thunderstone, Acid Flask, and Alchemist Fire. So oh, she cool. can do a little more damage over time. Sweet. Um, she does get oh, a skill. yay. I mean, what else would you want from me? <laughs> anyway um uh so her general feat this time is what did i just pick of course i'm trying to do this now um, proper planning i see i literally just did this and it's uh, so specialty crafting so she's a little better at making her alchemy now um she gets a circumstance bonus and of course for her skill increase she's going to do her crafting as well so nice hiya um, well, I think the coolest thing that happened in, um, third level for Brianna is that she gains an ally. Uh, I chose the blade ally, which is basically, um, this, uh, creature or, or a, a spirit of battle that dwells within either your shield or... Or follows you around and you summon them, or um, uh, or in your sword. I chose the sword. Um, I was really concerned we were going to have a pet following you now. <laughs> I was tempted, but no, I, I attached the the ally to her sword. Um, oh, no offense for Jasper. <laughs> no, but, but that's what every party needs, like 16 characters for the GM to keep track of. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Um, so as I am a champion that uh, follows the tense of good, I get to choose uh, once a day whether it does disrupting, ghost touch, returning, or shifting. Um, I also gain the weapon's critical the weapon's critical specialization effect, and I attach it to the scimitar. Nice. And what is the scimitar's critical effect? That's a great question. Let me get back to you on that. <laughs> I think it's Matt. probably the same for all swords. Okay. Typically, like, swords have one, axes have one, hammers have one. Ah. That kind of thing. Makes you flat-footed. <laughs> there oh, you go. No. Yeah, that's great. That gives me more stabby stabs, no matter if I'm flanking or not. And with your, with your arrows that you seem to use way more than your swords. Well, I have magic swords now, too. <laughs> So. Yes, you do. Let's talk about what happened to you when you leveled up. So Twin Talon. Um, so one thing I've noticed, and, and the thing is, I've not played a lot of second edition since it's brand spanking new. And this is literally the only game I think I've played of it. Um, is that rogues, whereas every other class gets either like a skill increase or a skill feat every level. Rogues get both every level. So, wow. uh, yeah, like before where rogues got a lot of skills. Now they're they get more skills and they're also very they can do extra stuff with them so level three i got my skill increase i put it into stealth since i often use stealth for initiative and then i also my general feat i took was incredible initiative so i get plus two to my initiative um which makes my initiative bonus plus 13 um 
Jeez. So, yeah, so I, I basically can't get below a 14 on initiative, which is very nice. And I could get up to you know, 33. Uh, and then the skill feat I took was Catfall. Um, Catfall is an acrobatic skill feat, and it allows me to treat falls as if they were 10 feet shorter. Meaning if I fall 10 feet or less, I take zero damage and land on my feet. And then um, right now I'm trained in acrobatics, but as I get, as my proficiency goes up to expert, uh, master, and then legendary, possibly, um, the amount of feet that I will ignore gets bigger. So if you get to legendary, you can literally fall infinite feet and land on your feet. Wow, that's that's actually really important now, considering how falling damage is so deadly now. Yeah, absolutely. So deadly. And then my the only thing I really got from my class uh, was the ability deny advantage. So what it allows me to do is that I, because I'm so good at making other people flat-footed, I am not flat-footed. If they uh, flank me or they're hidden or undetected, as long as they're my level or lower, I cannot be caught flat-footed by other creatures. That's really cool as well. Rich, what happened when Pond Watcher leveled up? Does he no longer have to roll dice? Yeah, now, uh, now Pond Watcher just hits, and it's fine. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, funny thing is that Pond Watcher also received the Deny Advantage class feature at third level. Curses. So you're not special, and I also can't <laughs> be flat-footed. Okay. And uh, he got super good at athletics. Which, because he's just so buff and so tough. Oh my! And uh, he got a <laughs> he got a feat, and I thought that there was only one thing that was thematic, given the adventures he's had so far, which basically means getting hit by giant monsters and thrown and not unconscious <laughs> and drowning and getting murdered. And uh, that feat is Die Hard. Oh, so nice! Now- and then next next Christmas you get Die Hard with Vengeance. <laughs> that's the that's the third christmas and, that's uh, the third christmas on second glass. one is on an airplane oh okay okay I... <laughs> <laughs> and uh no but what it actually means is that when i reach dying four i do not die i only die when i reach dying five nice. oh wow that's nice really i was looking at that one it's really cool that's i really will cool. never die don't say that yeah please stop yeah. yelling at monsters to kill you <laughs> Well, that's the whole idea. They can't. Even though they try, they just can't do it. Uh, That's great. That's great. I speak in God's face. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. So uh, normally we would ask Temid what his level up stuff is. However, sadly, we ate him. We ate him. Yes. Um, Great flavor. Great seasoning. But really, Anwar is not with us today, so we'll have to find out what happened to Temid when he levels up next time. He probably just really likes beer this now. Yeah, right? Uh, A a keg of everlasting beer. So now that we all know how great you've all become, let's talk about what happened while you rested. Because no no one here really had a relaxing sleep. Soraya. Yes. As you slept, you were greeted with a familiar image in your dream. More fire. Yes. Uh, The fire surrounds you, engulfs you, swirls around you, looking at your ankles. However, you feel no heat from it. You are walking down a long hallway of what looks like molten lava. 
Tiny cracks and fissures streak through the lava, leaving black lines of hardened stone. As you continue down the hallway, the lines begin to overtake the lava, and the hardened stone wins out in the end. Still, you can see small lines of an orange glow. As you keep walking, you begin to smell smoke. At first, it reminds you of a campfire, but soon it turns into the sickly smell of burning buildings and flesh. Yeah. You keep walking, and the hallway turns into Breachel's town hall. Only this time, the heat from the fire sweeps over you. You see Warble and the town's council engulfed in flame. Suddenly, you are buffeted as by the heat as you start to feel your skin melt from your bone. Mm. The heat is so intense as the town hall begins to fall around you, being replaced by the black obsidian tunnel. You see the red-orange glow from the cracks, and finally, you figure that is where the smoke and heat is pouring out from. As you start to run, the bottoms of your feet have melted to the floor, your skin crackling and blistering from the heat. You're not sure if it's the heat, the flames, or the smoke that is playing with your vision, but right before you black out, you could swear that the lines in the wall were moving, coalescing into a shape. Darkness now surrounds you. As you look around at nothing, you can't help but feel there is someone or something watching you as you settle into actual sleep. You can't help but think of the glowing red line moving. Don't like that. Yeah. Why? It's, uh, <laughs> it's lovely. Mean, beautifully written. Worst it is. sauna ever. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, man, I was supposed to, like, you know, like, sweat and heat up a lot, but, like, melting my feet off? I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, okay, but I, I, I stay asleep through that? I don't wake up or anything? Or Yeah. Uh, you, you do. You sleep through it. I, I roll back over. I'm used to this. Yeah, basically. Life sucks. Everybody dies. There's fire. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the old lady from, what is it? Um uh atlantis the lost empire they're all gonna die oh yeah <laughs> <I love her. laughs> if any right. whoever's on watch you know like she rolls over <laughs> she makes a sound pulls her pillow over her head crumbles falls back asleep it's temid temid's obviously the one on watch right. i uh yeah. well, i see so- you're not sleeping well well, no, I'm pretty sure after after last time Tevin and Soraya talked when they were making camp, he just kind of like side-eyes what's going on and just looks back out the door and makes sure nothing else is happening. So you get back to sleep. Pond Watcher. Oh, boy. After, oh, no. after you, uh, you know, you serve your watch, you get into your your sleeping bag. I've grabbed my teddy bear. Yes. <laughs> um, and you fall right to sleep. Like a deep, restful sleep for the first time in a while on this trip. And you start to dream something that isn't too common for you anymore. Simple dreams at first, your home, your mother, your family. As you drift deeper into the dream, you're walking on a field. Maybe it's one of the many fields you have traveled to get to Breach Hill. As you're walking, you begin to feel a light rain coming down. It's cool, almost reminding you of home. As you keep walking, the rain starts to come down faster and cooler. It's getting to a temperature that is almost snow, but not quite. It starts to chill you to your bones, and suddenly you start to look around. You see that the rain only seems to be landing on you. The rest of the field is bright and sunny, as if a cloud is only over you. As you look up, see that it is not a cloud, but a giant, white, shimmering dragon. And it's not rain falling on you, but the blood from a 
huge gash in the stomach of this beast. The flesh starts to melt away until only bones are flying above you. The blood pours down over you and your head and your body, chilling you to the bone. The blood feels as if an acid is being poured on you. Your flesh begins to pucker and calcify. You notice that your arms are starting to grow scales. They begin to travel up your arm. You feel the rest of your skin hardening and reshaping. The scales solidify and you see them change from white to gold to red and black. You turn around and see your mother's face, horrified. What have you become? She screams at you with blood tears streaming down her face. As you try to stammer out, the skeletal dragon lands behind your mother and bites down, crushing her. No! You try to scream out, but your voice comes out only as a growl. You shudder and you are back to normal. You see nothing but darkness. The field is gone and the rain has stopped. Two orange flames flicker as you approach a small cottage at night. The orange flames flicker and move as you get closer. A kindly old man opens the door, holding a candle. Please come in, he rasps. You look cold and tired. The man, skin pale and paper thin, won't take no for an answer. He guides you into the cottage and insists that you stay the night. He makes up a lovely plush bed for you. Slowly, you drift off to sleep wrapped in a red and gold blankets that are so soft and comfortable, and a mattress that must be made by magic, for it is so soft. With that, you wake up in the safe room of the Citadel with the rest of the party. Ugh. So yeah, those are two of the dreams people had. Jeez. That's very upsetting. Lovely. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I slept great. <laughs> <laughs> For now. For now. Um... Han, what you do? I mean, not that I, I would know this, but would you recognize the old man, or is that something we'll find out at some other point? Wouldn't you like to know? Oh, I do. I guess we'll wait. <laughs> Curses. I don't. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, he didn't speak with a southern accent. That's true. It was not you, Silver. I can tell you that much. And he didn't offer me any jambalaya. <laughs> Jambalaya. Jambalaya is good, by the way, if you never had it. I think I have. It's quite good, but you'll feel it in the morning afterwards, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, good to know. Lovely. <laughs> so after those lovely dreams and such a restful evening, you all proceed back downstairs from your safe room that you've created with all of your goodies back into the crypt where you met the tiny dragons and a gelatinous cube and some uh, white things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Temid is actually still sleeping because as, uh, as we all remember, he was uh, drained too. So you only recover from drain with a full 24 hours of rest. And then from that, you only recover one step. So he's going to stay in there and take the whole day to recover one level of drain, which that is why good. he is not down here with you guys. I'm going to drape him in my bedroll. <laughs> your bedroll is kind of covered in like pond watcher sweat because that yeah, drain. Your, your point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a healing self. Got it. Sleep now and bask in the sweat of a very strong and powerful man. Just just for giggles, can I have like a little like rudimentary fermentation thing set up? <laughs> you'll, you'll feel better when you have this when you wake up. Yes, oh. yes you can. Terrible thing to watch a man go through withdrawal, but... <laughs> he really should have brought a lot more booze with him. I don't know what he was thinking. You know, <laughs> you're absolutely right, Your Grace. I mean, he just like bought 
like three things of beer. That's not enough for a man that drinks like this. Oh boy. Maybe he didn't think uh, he would be here this long. Uh, that's a poor planning on his part. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, he's a young man. He'll learn his lesson. Let's uh, let's take this uh, crypt here. Uh, Got to take the bull by the horns. You know what they say. Let's, uh, let's head there. All right. So you head back down into that main hallway that you've been in. Uh, and we're using roll 20 because we are. And uh, I've managed to set up what you can actually see now. And as you can see from your... Uh, maps in front of you it's a not a whole lot um actually i have dark vision <laughs> oh do you i, I can do. actually see i legitimately do what do your elf eyes see well there's a number of hallways um, so i can tell you you've explored all of the hallways to the north you've explored the doorways to the east uh it's the doorways to the south that you need to go through but that's the direction that is Yes. What's 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 this then? Some light reflecting over here. Uh, that is the hallway you guys took to get to the the whites. Oh, okay. So this leads into the crypt. Oh, yes. Yeah, so there's there's a door here. There's a door here. It looks like there's something down at the end of the hallway. I can't quite tell though. All right. Well, yes. It does look like there is um down this way. There's a few doors. It appears and um these up here. We've been through all of these. Is what yes. we're saying. There are two doors on our right we haven't gone to. Correct. Correct. And there are, it looks like there's three closed doors at the end of this hallway. They were open. Those are the, that's where the gelatinous cube and the cold. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. Yes. Cool. So here and here. Are we going to try to be stealthy here or are we just going to, because uh, I, we're not going to be stealthy. I'll have bardic inspiration going. Otherwise, I won't. Well, what, what is left that we know that we have to watch out for? Uh, that lady who, uh, uh, Vox might be here. Yeah. Yes. A couple other undead nonsense, that kind of stuff. I can um, I can sneak with the best of them, and I can entertain y'all with a tune. Just let me. <laughs> I think it'd probably be best if we started with stealth. They don't know that we gain anything from your inspiration if we're not in combat. So we we do appreciate your 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 voices as, as a soothing factor, since it is a little bit uh, eerie down here, to say the least. <laughs> Just a tad. Well, I mean, it's not much worse than what I'm used to, but I don't generally have to deal with so many undead and monsters. I think the worst cave I ever had to be in turned out to be some large snake's mouth. It's Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Turns <laughs> I'm not a good dentist. <laughs> True words. Has he tried dental surgery on you, then? Oh, uh, no. We've had many problems on the road. <laughs> and, I, and I have pulled my abilities as a dentist. Huh. Yeah, mostly you're, you're... <laughs> just taking out rotted teeth from people's head. And uh, then running as fast as you can. <laughs> they already paid me, so. <laughs> Money up front is important for a dentist. For any freelancer, really. I don't really give my things away with first. <laughs> Left door or right door? Um, Let's go to the... I don't think it matters. Uh, but we'll go. I think we should go to the one that's closest to the entrance first. All right, so let's go this way. Do not move so fast. Go square by square so we can see <laughs> movement. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. I don't need light. <laughs> I forget that. So what's the marching order? Um, well, I can, I can, I'm not particularly sneaky, but I can scout ahead. And this way we don't have to proceed with the light and let them know we're coming. What is your stealth, Soraya? My stealth is plus one. 
Um, what? Wait, hang on. Is it pitch black in here, or is is it low light in here? No, it's pitch black. Damn it! Jasper has low light vision, and he's got like a stealth of plus seven or something. All right. Well, um, I have a roll for you, so you can continue down the hallway. It goes off on an angle like this. Yep. Oh wait, there that she one? goes, never to be seen again. Goodbye. Is that a closed door right there that I see? That door is closed. Yes. All right. So there's there is a, a door here. It's closed though. I don't uh, think we're like... following her, right? We're going to let her go ahead so we don't have the light. Oops. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I will, I'll come and I'll report back. There's, there's, um, the hallway goes on for about, what is that? Hmm, 5, 10, 20, 25, 30, about 35 feet, 35, 40 feet. And then there's a door. Would you like me to open it or would you like to follow? Um, I wouldn't want you to get ambushed. Sorry. So, ambushed! So why don't, why don't we do this? Is. Hold your shield behind you. Follow me as I open the door, and if there's trouble, we'll call for the rest of them. Okay, so you're going to get rid of Brianna's light? Is that what no. I'm hearing? No, I what I'm see. saying is, instead of, like, if she's, if she, instead of, like, holding the heel, shield in front of her, like, put it on her back so the light is uh, going back So it's back blinding to whoever's behind her. Got it. That's why I'm saying, no, she and I should go, and if there is trouble, we'll make noise and the rest of them can come running. What All is, right. I, I think it's fun to have the two people who I assume have the lowest stealth go first. <laughs> do, do you want to take Twin Talon with you? He's far more stealthy than I am. I mean, I can't Can see. see? <laughs> I can't see without the light, but it's also likely that I won't be seen. I, I'll just like, exactly. put my force. hand on your shoulder. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, that's, hey, that's not my shoulder. All right, I'm, I'm not going to move through the door. I'm just going to gently push open the door. <laughs> okay, the door is unlocked. As it swings open, you don't see anything in there. Other than what you actually see on the map. So there's... Alright, so it looks like there there is another door that I can see. The room continues off to the right. There are four more little crypty things. Do they look disturbed in any way? Like, has anything come out of them? Four monuments loom in the dark and somber room. Each with a, per- a prominent carving of black-winged angels and various stylized pentagrams. Burnished plaques along the floor next to each sepulcher bear the names of those interred within, while atop the northern wall near the ceiling, the words Sepulcher of the Nail are carved in prominent relief. None of them seem disturbed. Okay. Um, I'll go get the rest of the group. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like anyone is in there. It doesn't look like there's anything disturbed by... There's, there's four more crypts, but it doesn't seem that there's anything living there, and it doesn't seem anything has come out of them. Um, so, shall we? Shall we press on? Might as well. Alright. Who wants to go into the room first? Uh, the room is exactly as I described it. There are full four sepulchers undisturbed. For purposes of exploration mode, I'm going to say that Silver is uh, just taking special notice of Pawn Watcher uh, because Pawn Watcher was injured yesterday, so you might be just like checking up. Okay, Aww. sounds good. Uh, what is uh, Twin Talon doing since we're in exploration mode? Twin Talon is uh, being as stealthy as possible. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we had word uh, on the map that we found that there was an area where there were like four Hell Knights uh, that they have like high esteem. That were buried separately, so I'm assuming that's what ah. this. Oh yes, that sounds like this. So I think that this is probably the area of the 
hardcore Hell Knights that we found about, and since it's all the way to the one side of the map, I, I think we should go through the doorway to the to the to the right. I don't have a compass rose here. Oh. <laughs> I hit it. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, as we come in to our left, the the door opens up um, into a, like a larger room. It looks like. Again, yes, that is much. But that's the way it looks. Uh, like. So just so you know, the map is oriented with north actually going north. Okay. All right. So you enter into the. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, so twin, you're going to start looking to the e uh, east. Soraya, what are you doing? Trying not to wander off because there's more things that I can see, but <laughs> I don't want to get lost. Um, I will point this door out to Twin Talon. Okay. Um, Christine, can I ask you? I'm just yes. Would uh, Soraya? I don't. That's <laughs> right. I'm trying to like. I can't decide if she would be like. I've, I've like died once before without help. <laughs> Silver, stop projecting, okay? Just because you go under off. Yeah. I can, also, this she might true. like see the door and reach for it, and then remember being murdered by a door, and yes, be like, and then no. be like, Twin Talon, hey, there's a thing over here. You might yeah. want to check and make sure it's safe. Yeah, I totally, with the light the way it is, I totally did not see this door. So I'm completely yeah. pointed it out. Dark vision um, for the week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Pond so watcher. I have no idea what you guys see. So I'm just like, yeah, this thing's here. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, this girl watching from Brianna. So, doesn't hit it, then no. What are you doing in this? So uh, you, you may see me over at the topmost sepulcher. I do. After our friends have walked away... I take a look in my inventory and find an item called crowbar. Okay. I... <laughs> I mean, it's better than what I thought. I mean, it would probably be Twin Talon that would piss on it. But... <laughs> and I'm going to use it to try to do an athletics check to pry open this sarcophagus and look inside. What is your athletics bonus? Plus 10. Ooh, that's a critical success that I rolled for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. So, as the rest of you are looking and plotting which way to go, Pond Watcher, you just shove the crowbar into that sepulcher and like Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> well, you go to kind of like exploring Pond Watcher's casually grave robbing. You kind of try and like open it gently, but you put so much force behind it, the top just kind of falls over oh, and no. shatters on the ground. <laughs> Uh, Inside jumps <laughs> from the noise. Oh yeah! Everyone hears, you know, <laughs> a stone like lid to a giant grave shatter on the ground. What are you doing? I want to say Silver was just sort of nodding approval. The entire <laughs> <laughs> and and right next devil to on him. his shoulder. You see that there is indeed a f- set of ceremonial armor in there with a skeleton. Obviously av- obviously it's decomposed and gross. But Ew. you do see uh yeah, that's what you see in there. Well, okay, I guess. Well, <laughs> it, you know, we should for safety's sake pop open the rest of these. Uh yeah, there could be full of bad zombies or something. We we need to be safe. Yeah. We, you know, we got we, you know, just to be precautious. Once something pumps out of the crypt, you know, Everything's gonna be popping. And... All crypts deserve to be open now. Yes, I, <laughs> all I, right. I agree. That's just the I, rules. I thought we had disabled the the skeleton pop up trap. Uh, Silver's like right. nodding and like yeah, trying to appraise the uh, 
the set of ceremonial armor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. To say does anyone that. have detect magic? Definitely I, not. Timid. I do. <laughs> I oh, do. you do. All right, great. So, uh, Pod Watcher, I'm assuming you go around and you pop open the other graves. Yeah. Uh, Twin Talon would like to caution you against doing that. It's Ooh. uh, I, I don't know. Besides the incantations against necromancy, what? What protections uh, they put on these graves, but it is not a good idea to go disturbing the dead. We should leave what is dead. Why? You know, I, I'm surprised to hear that from you because you hate these Hell Knights so very much. I do. And we desecrated the graves one room ago and got all these sweet magic weapons. Right, and I expressed my distraught nature at that point, too. But those graves popped open on their own. We didn't do anything to do that. Well, part of uh, being a law-abiding folk is that sometimes you have to not let aberrations be. And I think if we do find something uh, here, I'd rather take care of it now than it pop up later when we arm it. Are you seriously trying to say that to be law-abiding, we need to be grave-robbing? Well, I you know... Look away, because... <laughs> y'all can interpret the law how you feel. I mean, that's not, that's not really how laws work. Well, laws <laughs> <laughs> are meant to be felt. I'm I mean, confused. You mean, do you mean the laws of slaveholding Cheliacs? Like, I don't feel too bad about this. These people are not very nice. <laughs> I, I don't actually care about the people. That, that's not what I mean. Uh, the people are a bunch of fucking assholes, and they deserve to be dead. In fact, yeah. all the Hell Knights deserve to be dead. But once yeah. they're heard, I think we should leave dead hell knights or dead anyone lie. Hey, I think it's just, you're asking for... Oh, because you mean they oh. might turn into giant monsters and try to kill us? <laughs> or do you mean to be respectful? Can't it be both? I, I think that them turning into monsters is possible, but I mostly just mean that, not, not respectful to the hell knights, because again, shit people hope they're all dead. I think that it's just, maybe it's just the way that my my culture deals with death, but um, once someone is interred, it is very disrespectful, and you're just asking for something bad to happen to disturb the dead. Let the dead lie. They are known to consort with demons. We have no idea what kind of curse could come from disturbing them. Silver, Yo. Uh, as you detect magic, you see that there is magic in all of the sepulchers, and you see that the bracers on the one that are that is opened, the sepulcher that is opened are kind of radiating more magic than normal. Okay. Uh, so while they're having a discussion, can I like, do you want me to do a check on that? Like Arcana or something? Or? Yeah, give me a, uh, uh, what's your knowledge, what's your Arcana bonus? I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, well, well it's we Bardic Lore, but they're the same thing. Uh, Bardic Lore would be 8 and Arcana is plus. Are we are we doing death, uh, Detect Magic differently than than the way it works in second. Oh, minute. that's right. Different yeah, it's now. like 10 minutes. No, it's just a 30-foot emanation. You send out a pulse that registers either the presence or absence of magic. You receive no information beyond the presence or absence of magic. Okay, so yes, there is magic. Like, I'm assuming you you can block out the magic that you know it does your friends that. are carrying. It says you can choose to ignore magic you're fully aware of, such as the magic items and ongoing spells of you and your allies. Okay, so that makes right. the spell a lot less bad than I thought. Okay, so you can ignore all the magic around of, of what you know everyone's carrying, and yes, you see that there is magic items in the area. Okay, well, uh, 
have a plus six in Arcana uh, to check any of the magic items. That I okay. Have. So, as you kind of you're praising the armor of the, the 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 one open grave at this point, you notice that the armor is just ceremonial and it isn't going to fetch any price. Those bracers, those are definitely uh, bracers of missile deflection. Oh, that's quite nice. Okay. Uh, hmm. Does, could Pond Watcher use them? Or could Silver use them? Could Twin Talon? Can anyone use these? <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily can, but they're pretty cool. Um, are you sharing what they are? Or? Well, I'm, I'm first going to uh, walk up to Soraya and be like, yeah, I'm going to let them have their chat, but uh, those there bracers, super nice. And we kind of, I'm, I'm pretty sure we want to do our advantage. <sighs> like, even like deflect arrows with those things. It's uh, it is on core rulebook, page 607. As an interact action, once per day, you... Oh, once per uh, day? Eh. The trigger is a ranged weapon attack hits you, but doesn't critically hit. Um, you it's can't be flat. Yeah, it's a reaction. You can't be flat-footed. You gain a plus two circumstance bonus AC against a triggering attack. If this would cause the attack to be a failure, the attack misses you. Still pretty useful. Sounds pretty cool to me. They're fifty-two gold. That's a lot of gold. I'm just gonna take them off the corpse while they're talking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Can I can I do some sort of like a bluff check to like make them not notice him doing this? I mean, he's rooting around in the sarcophagus, right? But I'm so I'm you're so captivated by me talking to you. Wouldn't that be a performance? You know, sure. I mean, what? I mean, theoretically, yeah, you, you could make a performance, can't you? <laughs> Against what? Well, DC. Yeah. I just really want to roll something. Let's be honest. All right. <laughs> have some dice hit the table. It's very bad, so I'm, I'm going to roll in roll 20. Or slash oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which was worse. It's a this 10. One? It's a 10. <laughs> but you can also do, like, slash roll 1d20 plus 1 or whatever. Correct. All right, well, it was a 9 plus 1, so it's a 10. <laughs> it's very uh, obvious he's trying to stall while Aaron uh, Silver steals whatever it is. This is against Will? Yeah, it's your will save. Whatever your will save is, plus Oof. 10 of your will DC. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there's some other nice goodies in these other uh, treasure boxes. I mean, Calvin's over here, so. <laughs> the funny thing is, if he was a little more respectful about it, I don't know how much other people would argue. <laughs> Again. No, it's fine. I mean, I will respect your wishes as my traveling companions. I just think, you know, we've had a very hard time here, and very bad things have happened to us, and we deserve to get a little bit for it. I don't, I don't know. Waste the only thing I will say Alec was looking for heirlooms. Yeah, is, to do, are, are one of these names his family so we can send the sword back to them? We, we had discussed wanting to do that. Uh, as you look at the sepulchers, you see the following name. Mistress of Blades, Zara Delphine. Master of Blades, Retin Vasily. Uh, Master of Blades, Provisor Yasina. And Master of Blades, Paralictor Lauren Sunil. Paralictor is such a fun name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so none of them are Alex's people, and also I broke his sword on the spinal column of a skeleton, so, you know, who cares? If, if Soraya, if we find someone that's related to his family, we'll take care of it. 
like the but painting. Send the painting to his house. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he'll enjoy. We'll take care. But for now, I think we can find some stuff that will really help us out in these here uh, sarcophagi. Now, you can be respectful when you open them up if you'd like. Oh, I'm not, like, pissing on the on the corpse. But, yeah, he sees it and he's like, yeah, I'm being respectful to them. But uh, I'm not, you know, can't take it with you. <laughs> okay. So. so, as you look through the other sepulchers. Well, are we going to do it or are you guys going to oh, yeah. stop us? Talon will caution you against it, but he's not going to shoot you if you start opening coffins. Yeah, I feel like she like will probably not take anything, but it's up to you what you do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I caution you against doing this. I think we should stay on target and, and on mission and search this bottom basement where it's the last part we haven't seen yet. But Silver, oh, maybe we can do this after we after we clear out this basement. Well, yeah, all right. Uh, you want these bracers? Yeah, so the, I feel. So I guess let's. Uh, nah, you know, just in case you need him, uh, you'll get the last word on that one. Just uh, guilt is a is a silly thing to hang yourself up in when you don't. You All right. Well, I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, I'm not a very nice person, I guess. But uh, <laughs> as he slowly straps the bracers out of his arms, in my culture, it, if someone is dead, you you take what you came from them to make sure you also do not die. But I understand that this might offend, and uh, I, am a, I apologize for my behavior. And oh, these are so sweet looking, though. Look at these. Yeah. <laughs> you like a glove. Wait a minute. <laughs> ah, see what you did there. Hey, thank you, thank you. Just trying to uh, cut the ice, or however. Get some saying. levity to the situation. Yes. All right. Bye. So, are you guys going to go through the big open hallway, or are you going to try and open this door? Will all heroes decide what to do with the tombs? Will Silver and Pawn Watcher loot them? Will they ever agree on gathering loot again? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of The Cracked Die Podcast. And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you tired of getting your hands dirty whenever you go adventuring? Do you have disagreements with your colleagues on whether you should open something and get the treasure inside? Does your morality or something you were raised with prevent you from looting tombs? Well, here at Bronson and Sons, have we got the product for you. Introducing to you Bronson and Sons Unpaid Hirelings. These hirelings have just finished training with their guilds but still need a few more experiences before they can go out into the adventuring workplace. These unpaid hirelings will do whatever you ask of them so that they can earn their credits. Need a trap disarmed? Use a hireling. Need to open a tomb but afraid something might spring out and eat you? Use a hireling. Are you not quite sure if you found all the traps in this room? Well, you know what? You can use a hireling. Stop by Bronson and Sons to hire a hireling for the low cost of two gold a hireling. That's right. For simply two gold, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. And the best part is, they don't take a cut of treasure. They get credits. Come on down to Bronson and Sons to get your hireling. They work for exposure or die from it.
Bronson and Sons is not responsible for any damage that your hireling causes to you or your party. There's no refunds on dead hirelings. Please make sure you feed and water your hireling or else they'll die of natural causes. Do not pay your hireling no matter what they say. Exposure is the best form of payment. Just ask the kings. Bronson and Sons, finding creative solutions for things you don't want to do. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.